Day 47, February 16th. Why don't you pray with me, please? Dear Heavenly Father, we come before and God the Son. In His holy name, the name above all names, Jesus Christ of Nazareth. We give great thanks for being able to honor and worship you, to give you praise for you do so much in our life. You give us enough to live upon in order to glorify you. You give us knowledge. You give us wisdom. You give us understanding. Thank you, Father. I'd be lost without you, Father. Thank you for your word. Thank you for the comfort from the Comforter, the Holy Spirit dwelling in me. You brought me from a babe to a mature Christian. And I say, Lord, is that you who did this to me? If it is, can I get out of this boat and walk on water? And you say, come. It is not easy that we did. You taught us. To keep our eyes fixed on you. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Dear Heavenly Father, as we open up your book, open up our eyes, open up our heart, open up our mind to the truth, the truth who you are. The truth, what purpose you made us for. And the truth, what can we do for you today? Thank you for all you do for us. In his holy name we pray. Jesus Christ and answers. Amen. Today's song. Oh, let's go to uh, Fearfully and Wonderfully Made by Ron Loy for day 47. Oh, mighty oak. But blessed is the one who trusts in the Lord. Whose confidence is in him. There will be like a tree planted by the water that sends out its roots by the stream. It does not fear when he comes. Its leaves are always green. It has no worries in a year of drought and never fails to bear fruit. Jeremiah chapter 17, verse 7 and 8. That blessed is the one who trusts in the Lord, whose confidence is in him. They will be like a tree planted by the water that sends out its roots by the stream. It does not fear when he comes. Its leaves are always green. It has no worries in a year drought and never fails to bear fruit. Each morning in a quiet profession of your faith, I want you to empty yourself and be filled anew with my spirit. This is a daily surrender. A progressive loss of self-interest, self-absorption, and lust. The very process of meeting with me in solitude and silence and reading my word results in progress and the faith and assures my presence in your life. Each day, I'm calling you to progress and newness of life. Just show up and find me, for I'm here and waiting for you. I made this day for you. Just as I made 
you for this day. Season. For all the days of one's life are few in number. Count them aright and include me in each. You are not expected to grow by leaps and bounds each day. But by small increments. Grow as a mighty oak tree planted by the Russian mountain river. Trust in my unfailing love to give you all you need to thrive. You are exposed to the elements and open for attack. There is no hiding that you're mine. There is no flight away to safety and no visible shelter, day and night. The winds come and evil threats assail. I will sustain you when the high winds come, when the earth quakes and convulses, and when drought and flood threaten, when you call out to me, I will save you. I hear your voice amidst the wind and hear your cries from the storms. I will sustain you and never let you fall. But I will topple the wicked and cut their lives short. They will remember no more. When you trust in me, you must ask yourself, why do I fear? I have delivered you from all your troubles. Your roots are in me, and I am in you. Look back upon all your days, and think about your growth and all the storms weathered since your youth. I have pruned you. And shaped you. Now you are a pleasing sight and shade to me. You bring me much joy. And I point to you with delight. I tell the enemy you are mine. And I have an unvolable edge of protection around you. No one can see it. Few understand it. But all perceive that you are mine. My favor rests upon you. I will provide you with a graceful way out of every trouble and an escape from every difficulty. Nothing and no one can harm you permanently. You have been reconciled to the Father through me, and you are in right standing with us. You grow in this foundation. I live in you, and my spirit gives you this assurance of life forevermore with me. I am your life, your life. Your very sustenance in every moment. My spirit dwells in you. And I'm living out my purposes through you. So seize this day. And enjoy your life in me. A life in which you and I both grow together. Grow tall and strong in my truth and my grace. I call you to daily growth. In his holy name we pray. Day 47. Fearfully and wonderfully made by Ron Lord. Psalm 47. The nations are exhorted to praise God. To the chief musician, a song for the sons of Korah. The daily Bible of the Holy Spirit order for February 16th, day 47. Psalm 47. Proverbs 16. Judges 15, 16, 17, 18, 19. Genesis 47, Ruth chapter 2, Second Chronicles 18, Psalm 5, Isaiah 47, Zephaniah 3, Luke 3, Second Corinthians 13, Hebrews 12, Revelation 3. Psalm 47. The nations are exhorted to praise God. 
to the chief musician, a song for the sons of Korah. Oh, clap your hands, all ye people. Shout unto God with the voice of triumph. For the Lord most high is terrible. He is a great king over all the earth. He shall subdue the people under us and the nations under our feet. He shall choose our inheritance for us, the excellency of Jacob, whom he loves. Shalom. God has gone, God has gone up with a shout. Let Lord with the sound of a trumpet. Sing praises to God. Sing praises. Sing praises unto our King. Sing praises. For God is the King of all the earth. Sing ye praises with understanding. God reigneth over the heathen. God sitteth upon the throne of his holiness. The princes of the people are gathered together even the people of the God of Abraham. For the shields of the earth belong unto God. He is greatly exalted. Psalm 47, Amen. Proverbs 16. More ethical and spiritual precepts. The preparation of the heart of man and the answer of the tongue it's from the Lord. All the ways of a man are clean in his own eyes, but the Lord with the spirits. Commit thy works unto the Lord, and thy thoughts shall be established. The Lord hath made all things for himself, yea, even the wicked for the day of evil. Everyone that is proud and hard is an abomination to the Lord. The hand join in hand, he shall not be unpunished. By mercy and truth, iniquity is purged, and by the fear of the Lord, men depart from evil. When a man's ways please the Lord, he maketh him his enemies to be at peace with him. Better is a little with righteousness and great revenues without right. A man's heart devises his ways, but the Lord directeth his steps. A divine sentence is in the lips of the king, his mouth transgresses not in judgment. A just weight and balance are the Lord's, all the weights of the bag are his work. It is an abomination that kings to commit wickedness, for the throne is established by righteousness. Righteous lips are the delight of kings, and they love him that speaketh right. The wrath of a king is in a mess is as messengers of death, but a wise man will pacify it. And the light of the king's countenance is life, and his favor is as a cloud of the latter rain. How much better is to get wisdom than gold, and to get understanding rather than to be chosen than silver? The highway of the bride is to depart from evil, but he that keepeth his way preserveth his soul. Pride goes before destruction, and a haughty spirit before a fall. Better it is to be of a, a humble spirit with the lowly, than to divide the spoil with the proud. He that handles the matter wisely shall find good, and whoso trusts in the Lord, happy is he. The wise in heart shall be called prudent, and the sweetest of the lips increases learning. Understanding is a well-spring of life unto him that hath it, but the instructions of fools is folly. The heart of the wise teaches his mouth and addeth learning to his lips. Pleasant words are as a honeycomb, sweet so to the soul, and health to the bones. There is a way that seems right unto a man, but then thereof are the ways of death. He that labors, labors for himself, for his mouth craves it of him. An ungodly man diggeth up evil. 
and his lips there is as a burning fire, a frower man so a strife, and a whisper separate of chief friends. A violent man entices his neighbor and leadeth him into the way that is not good. He shutteth his eyes to devise forward things. Moving his lips, he bringeth evil to pass. The hoary head is a crown of glory, if it be found in the way of righteousness. He that is slow in the anger is better than the mighty, and he that rules his spirit than he that taketh the city. The lot is cast into the lap, but the whole disposing thereof is of the low. Proverbs 16, Amen. Judges. 15, 16, 17, 18, 19. Uh, I think there's 21 chapters in Judges. There is. 20 and 21. I'll be getting back with you. Thank you, Mike Box. I'll be getting back in touch with you too. Samson burns the Philistines' corn. But it came to pass within a while after, in the time of wheat harvest, that Samson visited his wife with the kid, and he said, I will go into my wife into the chamber. But her father would not suffer him to go in. And after her father said, I verily thought that thou hast utterly hated her, therefore I gave her to thy companion. Is not her youngest sister fairer than she? Take her, I pray thee, instead of her. And Samson said, Concerning them, now shall I be more blameless than the Philistines, though I do them a displeasure. And Samson went and caught three hundred foxes, and took firebrands, and turned tail to tail, and put a firebrand in the midst between two tails. And when he had set the brands on fire, he let them go into the standing corn of the Philistines and burn up both the shocks and also the standing corn with the vineyards and olives. Then the Philistines said, Who hath done this? And they answered, Samson, the son-in-law of the Temnite, because he had taken his wife and given her to his companion. And the Philistines came up and burnt her and her father with fire. And Samson said unto them, Though ye have done this, yet will I be avenged of you, and after this I will cease. And he smote them hip and thigh with a great slaughter. And he went down and dwelt on the top of the rock, Eton. Then the Philistines went up and pitched in Judah, spread themselves in Lehi. And the men of Judah said, Why are ye come up against us? And they answered, To bind Samson, or we come up, to do to him as he hath done to us. Then <laughs> three thousand men of Judah went to the top of the rock, Edom, said to Samson, Knowest thou not that the Philistines are rulers over us? And what is this that thou hast done unto us? And he said unto them, As they did unto me, so have I done unto them. And they said unto him, We are come down to bind thee, that we may deliver thee into the hand of the Philistines. And Samson said unto them, Swear unto me that you will not fall upon me yourselves. And they spake unto him, saying, No, no. 
But we will bind the fence and deliver thee into their hand, but surely we will not kill thee. And they bound him with two new cords and brought him up from the rock. When he came unto Lehi, the Philistines shouted against him, and the Spirit of the Lord came mightily upon him. And the cords that were up on his arms became as flax that was burnt with fire. And his bands loose from off his hands. And he found a new jawbone of an ass and put forth his hand and took it and slew a thousand men therewith. And Samson said, With the jawbone of an ass, heaps upon heaps, with the jaw of an ass have I slain a thousand men. And it came to pass when he had made an end of speaking, and he cast away the jawbone out of his hand, called that place Ramoth the High, and he was sore thirst, and called on the Lord, and said, Thou hast given us great deliverance in the hand of thy servant, and now shall I die for thirst, and fall into the hand of the uncircumcised. But God clave in hollow place that was in the jaw, there came water thereout. And when he had drunk, the spirit came again, and he revived, wherefore he called the name thereof Hanakari, which is a Lehi to this day. And he judged Israel in the days of the Philistines, twenty years. Judges, amen. Chapter, Judges chapter 15. Judges chapter 16, Samson and Delilah. Then went Samson to Gaza, and sold there a harlot, and went in unto her. And it was told the Gazites, saying, Samson has come hither. And they compassed him in, and laid wait for him all night in the gate of the city, and were quiet all the night, saying, In the morning, when it is day, we shall kill him. And Samson lay till midnight, and arose at midnight, and took the doors of the gate of the city, and the two posts, and away with them, bar and all, and put them on his shoulders and carry them up to the top of a hill that is before even. And he came to pass afterwards. He loved the woman in the valley of Sarek, whose name was Deliah. And the Lord of the Philistines came up unto her and said unto her, Entice him and see wherein his great strength lieth, and by what means we may prevail against him, that we may bind him to afflict him, and we will give thee every one of us eleven hundred pieces of silver. And Deliah said to Samson, Tell me, I pray thee, wherein thy great strength lieth, and wherewith thou mightest be bound to afflict thee. <laughs> Samson said unto her, If they buy me with seven green wheats that were never dried, then shall I be weak and be as another man. Then the Lord of Philistines brought up to her seven green wheats which had not been dried, and she bound him with them. Now <laughs> there were men lying awake, abiding with her in the chamber. And she said unto him, The Philistines be upon thee, Samson. And he break the whips as a thread of toe is broken when it touches the fire. So his strength was not known. And Deliah said unto Samson, Behold, thou hast mocked me and told me lies. Now tell me, I pray thee, wherewith thou mightest be bound. And he said unto her, if they bind me fast with new ropes that never were occupied, then shall I be weak and be as another man. Then <laughs> I therefore took new ropes and bound him therewith and said unto him, The Philistines be up on thee, Samson. 
and there were liars and weight abiding in the chamber. And he brake them off of his arms like a thread. And Delilah said unto Samson, Hitherto do thou hast mocked me and told me lies. Tell me wherewith thou mightest be bound. And he said unto her, If thou weavest the seven locks of my head with the web. And <coughs> she fastened it with the pen and said unto him, Now Philistines be upon thee, Samson. And he awaked out of his sleep and went away with the pen of the beam and with the web. And she said unto him, How canst thou say, I love thee, when thy heart is not with me. Thou hast mocked me these three times, and hast not told me wherein thy great strength lies. And it came to pass, when she pressed him daily with her words, and urged him, so that his soul was vexed unto death, that he told her all his heart, and said unto her, There hath not come a razor upon my head, for I have been a Nazarite unto God from my mother's womb, if I be shaved. Then my strength will go from me, and I shall become weak, and be like any other man. And when Delilah saw that he had told her all his heart, she sent and called for the lords of the Philistines, saying, Come up this once, for he has showed me all his heart. Then the lords of the Philistines came up unto her, and brought money in their hand. She made him sleep upon her knees, and she called for a man. She caused him to shave off the seven locks of his head. And she began to afflict him, and his strength went from him. And she said, The Philistines be up on thee, Samson. And he awoke out of his sleep and said, I will go out as at other times before and shake myself. And he wist not that the Lord was departed from him. But the Philistines took him and put out his eyes and brought him down to Gaza bowed him with fetters of brass, and he did grind in the prison house. Howbeit the hair of his head began to grow again after he was shaven. Then the lords of Philistines gathered them together for to offer great sacrifice unto Dagon, their god, and to rejoice, for they said, Our god hath delivered Samson our enemy into our hand. And when the people saw him, they praised their god, for they said, Our God hath delivered into our hands our enemy, and the destroyer of our country, which slew many of us. And it came to pass, and their hearts were merry, that they said, Call for Samson, that he may make a sport. And they called for Samson out of the prison house, and he made them sport, and they set him between the pillars. And Samson said unto the lad that held him by the hand, Suffer me, that I may feel the pillars whereupon the house standeth, that I may lean upon them. Now the house was full of men and women, and all the lords of Philistines were there. There were up on the roof about three thousand men and women that beheld while Samson made sport. And Samson called unto the Lord and said, O Lord God, remember me, I pray thee, and strengthen me, I pray thee only this once, O God, that I may be at once avenged of the Philistines from my two eyes. Samson took hold of the two middle pillars upon which the house stood, and in which it was born of, of the one with his right hand, and the other with his left. 
And Samson said, Let me die with the Philistine. And he bowed himself with all his might. And the house fell upon the lords and upon all the people that were therein. So the dead which he slew at his death were more than they which he slew in his life. Then his brethren and all the house of his father came down and took him and brought him up and buried him between Zorah and Eshtel and the burying place of Noah his father. And he judged Israel twenty years. Judges chapter 16. Amen. Judges chapter 17. Micah's images. <laughs> and there was a man about Ephraim. His name was Micah. And he said unto his mother, The eleven hundred shekels of silver that were taken from thee, by which thou cursedest, and spakest also, also in my ears, Behold, the silver is with me. I took it. And his mother said, Blessed be thou the Lord, my son. And when he had restored the eleven hundred shekels of silver to his mother, his mother said, I had wholly dedicated silver unto the Lord from my hand for my son, to make a graven image and a molten image. Now therefore I will restore it unto thee. Yet he restored the money unto his mother, and his mother took two hundred shekels of silver and gave them to the founder, who made thereof a graven image and a molten and they were in the house of Micah. And the man Micah had a house of gods and made an effort and teraphim and consecrated one of his sons and became his priest. In those days there was no king in Israel, but every man did that which was right in his own eyes. There was a young man out of Bethlehem, Judah, of the family of Judah, who was a Levite, and he sojourned there. The man departed out of the city from Bethlehem, Judah, to the sojourn where he could find the place, and he came to Mount Ephraim to the house of Micah as he journeyed. Micah said unto him, Whence comest thou? And he said unto him, I am a Levite of Bethlehem, Judah, and I go to sojourn where I may find the place. Micah said unto him, Dwell with me, and be unto me a father and a priest. And I will give thee ten shekels of silver by the year, and a suit of apparel, and thy victuals. So the Levite went in, and the Levite was content to dwell with the man. And the young man was unto him as one of his sons. So, and Micah consecrated the Levite. The young man became his priest, and was in the house of Micah. Then said Micah, Now know I, the Lord, will do me good, seeing I have a Levite to my priest. Judges chapter 17, Amen. Judges chapter 18, Micah and the Danites. In those days with no king in Israel, and in those days the tribe of the Danites sought them an inheritance to dwell in. For until that day all their inheritance had not fallen unto them among the tribes of Israel. And the children of Dan sent of their family five men from their coast, men of valor from Zorah and from Eshetal, and to spy out the land. To search it. And they said unto them, Go search the land. When they came to Mount Ephraim to the house of Micah, and they lodged there. When they were by the house of Micah, they knew the voice of the young man, the Levite. They turned in thither and said unto him, Who brought thee hither? And what makest thou in this place? And what hast thou there? And he said unto him, Thus and doth dealt Micah with me, and hath hired me, and I am his priest. And they said unto him, Ask counsel, we pray thee, 
of God that we may know where there are a way which we go shall be prosperous. And the priest said unto him, Go in peace, before the Lord is your way wherein we go. Then the five men departed and came to Lachish and saw the people that were therein and how they dwelt carelessly after the manner of the Zidonians, quiet and secure. There was no magistrate in the land that might put them to shame in anything, and they were far from the Zidonians and had no business with any man. And they came unto their brethren to Zora and Eshtal, and their brethren said unto them, What say ye? And they said, Arise, that we may go up against them, for we have seen the land, and behold, it is very good. And are ye still? Be not slothful to go, and enter to possess the land. When ye go, ye shall come unto a people secure, and to a large land, for God hath given it into your hands, a place where there is no want of anything that is in the earth. And there went from thence of the family of the Danites out of Zorah, and our Eshetel, six hundred men, appointed with weapons of war. They went up and pitched in Kerjath, Jerem, and Judah, wherefore they called this place Mahani and Dan unto this day. Behold, it is behind Kerjath, Jerem. And they passed thence unto Mount Ephraim, and came unto the house of Micah. Then answered the five men that went to spy out the country of Laish, and said unto their brethren, do ye know that there is in these houses an ephod, and teraphim, and a graven image, and a molten image? Now therefore consider what ye have to do. They turned thitherward, and came to the house of the young man, the Levite, even to the house of Micah, and saluted him. And the six hundred men appointed with their weapons of war, which were the children of Dan, stood by the entering of the gate. And the five men that went to spy out the land went up and came in thither and took the graven image and the ephod and the teraphim and the molten image. And the priest stood in the entering of the gate with the six hundred men that were appointed with weapons of war. And these went into Micah's house and fetched the carved image, the ephod and the teraphim and the molten image. Then said the priest unto them, What do ye? And they said unto him, Hold thy peace. Lay thy hand upon thy mouth, and go with us, and be to us a father and a priest. Is it better for thee to be a priest unto the house of one man, or that thou be a priest unto a tribe and a family in Israel? The priest's heart was glad, and he took the foot and the teraphim and the graven image, and went in the midst of the people. So they turned and departed, and put the little ones and cat on the carriage before them. When they were a good way from the house of Micah, the men that were in the houses near Micah's house were gathered together and overtook the children of Dan. And they cried unto the children of Dan. And they turned their faces and said unto Micah, What aileth thee that thou comest with such a company? And he said, Ye have taken away my gods which I made, and the priests, and ye are going away, and what have I more? And with what is this that ye say unto me, What aileth thee? And the children of Dan said unto him, Let not thy voice be heard among us, lest angry fellows run upon thee, and thou lose thy life with the lives of thy household. And the children of Dan went their way, and when Micah saw that they were too strong for him, he turned and went back into his house. 
they took the things which Micah had made and the priests which he had and came unto Laish unto a people that were quiet and secure. And they smote them with the edge of the sword and burnt the city with fire. And there was no deliverer because it was far from Zidon. And they had no business with any man. And it was in the valley that lieth by Beth Rahab. And they built a city and dwelt therein. They called the name of the city Dan, after the name of Dan their father, who was born unto Israel. Howbeit the name of the city was Laish at the first, and the children of Dan set up the graven image. And Jonathan, the son of Gershom, the son of Manasseh, he and his sons were priests of the tribe of Dan until the day of the captivity of the land. And they set them up to Micah's graven image, which he had made all the time that the house of God was in Shiloh. Judges chapter 18, amen. Judges chapter 19. The Levite and his concubine. When it came to pass in those days, when there was no king in Israel, that there was a certain Levite, so journeyed on the side of Mount Ephraim, who took to him a concubine out of Bethlehem, Judah. And his concubine played the whore against him, and went away from him to her father's house to Bethlehem, Judah. And it was there for whole months. And her husband arose and went after her to speak friendly unto her, and to bring her again, having his servant with him, and a couple of asses. And she brought him into her father's house, and when the father of the damsel saw him, he rejoiced to meet him. And his father-in-law, the damsel's father, retained him, and he abode with him three days. So they did eat and drink and lodge there, and it came to pass on the fourth day, when they arose early in the morning, and he arose up to depart, and the damsel's father said unto his son-in-law, Comfort thy heart with a morsel of bread, and ask where go your way. And they sat down, and did eat and drink both of them together. For the damsel's father said unto the man, Be content, I pray thee, and tarry all night, and let thy heart be merry. And when the man rose up to depart, his father-in-law urged him, therefore he lodged there again. And he arose early in the morning on the fifth day to depart, and Damsel's father said, Comfort thy heart, I pray thee. And they tarried until afternoon, and did eat both of them. And when the man rose up to depart, he and his concubine and his servant, his father-in-law, the damsel's father, said unto him, Behold, not the day draw toward evening. I pray you, tarry all night. Behold, the day groweth in and lodge here, that thy heart may be merry, and tomorrow get you early on your way, that thou mayest go home. But the man would not tarry that night. But he rose up and departed, came over against Jebus, which is Jerusalem, and there were with him two asses saddled, his concubine also was with him. And when they were by Jebus, the day was far spent, and the servant said unto his master, Come, I pray thee, and let us turn in into the city of the Jebusites, and lodge in it. And his master said unto him, we will not turn aside hither into the city of a stranger that is not of the children of Israel. We will pass over to Gibeah. And he said unto his servant, Come and let us draw near to one of these places to lodge all night, in Gibeah or in Ramah. And they passed on and went their way. The sun went down upon them when they were by Gibeah, which belongeth to Benjamin. And they turned aside hither to go in and the lodge in Gibeah. And when he went in, he sat him down in a street of the city, for there was no man that took them into his house to lodge him. And, behold, there came an old man from his work out of the field at even, which was also 
of Mount Ephraim, and he sojourned in Gibeah, as the men of the place were Benjamites. And when he had lifted up his eyes, he saw a wayfaring man in the street of the city. The old man said, Whither goest thou, and whence comest thou? And he said unto him, We are passing from Bethlehem, Judah, toward the side of Mount Ephraim, from thence am I. And I went to Bethlehem, Judah, but I am now going to the house of the Lord, and there is no man that receiveth me to house. Yet there is both straw and provender for our asses, and there is bread and wine also for me, and for thy handmaid, and for the young man which is with thy servants. There is no want of anything. The old man said, Peace be with thee. Howsoever let all thy wants lie upon me, only lodge not in the street. So he brought him into his house, and gave provender unto the asses. They washed their feet, and did eat and drink. Now as they were making their hearts merry, behold, the men of the city, certain sons of Belial, beset the house round about, beat at the door, and spake to the master of the house, the old man Sam, Bring forth the man that came into thy house, that we may know him. The man, the master of the house, went out unto them, and said unto them, Nay, my brethren, nay, I pray you, do not so wickedly, seeing that this man is come into my house, do not this folly. Behold, here is my daughter, a maiden, and his concubine. Them I will bring out now, and humble ye them, and do with them that seemeth good unto you. But unto this man do not so vile a thing. But the man would not hearken to him, so the man took his concubine, and brought her forth unto them. And they knew her, and abused her all the night until the morn. When the day began to spring, they let her go. Then came the woman in the dawn of the day, and fell down at the door of the man's house where her lord was, till it was light. And her lord rose up in the morning, and opened the doors of the house, and went out to go his way. And behold, the woman his concubine was fallen down at the door of the house, and her hands were up on the threshold. And he said unto her, Up, and let us be gone. But none answered. Then the man looked, took her up and on an ass, and the man rose up, and Get him into his place. And when he is coming to his house, he took a knife, and laid hold on his concubine, and divided her together with her bones and the twelve pieces, and sent her to all the coasts of Israel. And it was so that all that saw it said, There was so such deed done not seen from the day the children of Israel came up out of the land of Egypt. And to this day, consider it, take advice, and speak your mind. Judges chapter 19, amen. Judges chapter 20, the war against the Benjamites. <coughs> then all the children of Israel went out, and the congregation was gathered together as one man from Dan even to Beersheba, with the land of Gilead unto the Lord of Mizpah. And the chief of all the people, even of all the tribes of Israel, presented themselves in the assembly of the people of God, 400,000 footmen that drew sword. Now the children of Benjamin heard that the children of Israel were going up to Mizpah. Then said the children of Israel, Tell us how was this wickedness? And the Levite, the husband of the woman that was slain, answered and said, I came into Gibeah that belonged to Benjamin, I and my concubine to lodge. The men of Gibeah rose up against me, and beset the house round about, 
upon me by night, and thought to have slain me, and my concubine have the force that she is dead. And I took my concubine and cut her in pieces, and sent her throughout all the country of the inheritance of Israel, for they have committed lewdness and folly in Israel. Behold, ye are all children of Israel. Give here your advice and counsel. And all the men arose as one man, saying, We will not any of us go to his tent, neither will we any of us turn into his house. But now this shall be the thing which we will do to Gibeah. We will go up by lot against it. And we will take ten men of a hundred throughout all the tribes of Israel, and a hundred of a thousand, and a thousand out of ten thousand, to fetch victuals for the people that they may do when they come to Gibeah of Benjamin, according to all the folly that they have wrought in Israel. So all the men of Israel were gathered against the city knit together as one man. And the tribes of Israel sent men through all the tribe of Benjamin, saying, What wickedness is this that is done among you? Now therefore deliver us the men, the children of Belial, which are in Gibeah, that we may put them to death and put away evil from Israel. But the children of Benjamin would not hearken to the voice of their brethren, the children of Israel. But the children of Benjamin gathered themselves together out of the cities unto Gibeah to go out to battle against the children of Israel. And the children of Benjamin were numbered at that time out of the cities, twenty and six thousand men that drew sword, beside the inhabitants of Gibeah, which were numbered seven hundred chosen men. Among all those people, there were seven hundred chosen men left-handed. Everyone could sling stones at a hairbreadth and not miss. And the men of Israel, beside Benjamin, were numbered four hundred thousand men that drew sword. All these were men of war. And the children of Israel rose and went up to the house of God and asked counsel of God and said, Which of us shall go up first to the battle against the children of Benjamin? And the Lord said, Judah shall go up first. And the children of Israel rose up in the morning, and it camped against Gibeah. And the men of Israel went out to battle against Benjamin, and the men of Israel put themselves in array to fight against them at Gibeah. And the children of Benjamin came forth out of Gibeah and destroyed down to the ground of the Israelites that day twenty and two thousand men. And the people, the men of Israel, encouraged themselves and set their battle again in array in the place where they put themselves in array the first day. And the children of Israel went up and wept before the Lord until even, and asked counsel of the Lord, saying, Shall I go up again to battle against the children of Benjamin, my brother? And the Lord said, Go up against him. And the children of Israel came near against the children of Benjamin the second day. And Benjamin went forth against them out of Gibeah the second day, and destroyed down to the ground of the children of Israel again eighteen thousand men, all these drew the sword. Then all the children of Israel and all the people went up and came unto the house of God and wept and sat there before the Lord and fasted that day into even and offered burnt offerings and peace offerings before the Lord. And the children of Israel inquired of the Lord, for the ark of the covenant of God was there in those days. And Phinehas, the son of Eleazar, the son of Aaron, stood before it in those days, saying, Shall I yet again go out to battle against the children of Benjamin, my brother, or shall I cease? And the Lord said, Go up, for tomorrow I deliver them into thy hand. 
And Ezra set leaders in wait round about Gibeah. And the children of Israel went up against the children of Benjamin on the third day, and put themselves in array against Gibeah as at other times. And the children of Benjamin went out against the people, and were drawn away from the city. And they began to smite of the people and kill, as at other times, in the highways, of which one goes up to the house of God, and the other to Gibeah in the field, about thirty men of Israel. And the children of Benjamin said, They are smitten down before us, as at the first. But the children of Israel said, Let us flee, and draw them from the city into the highways. And all the men of Israel rose up out of their place, and put themselves in array of Baal Tamar. The leaders and weight of Israel came out of their places, even out of the meadow of Gibeah. And these came out against Gibeah, ten thousand chosen men out of all Israel. And the battle was sore, but they knew not that evil was near them. And the Lord smote Benjamin before Israel. And the children of Israel destroyed the Benjamites that day, twenty-five thousand and a hundred men. All these drew the sword. So the children of Benjamin saw that they were smitten, for the men of Israel gave place to the Benjamites, because they trusted in to their leaders in wait, which they had set beside Gibeah. And the leaders in wait hasted and rushed upon Gibeah, and the leaders in wait drew themselves along and smote all the city with the edge of the sword. <coughs> now there was an appointed sign between the men of Israel and the leaders in wait, for they should make a great flame with smoke rise up out of the city. And when the men of Israel retired from the battle, Benjamin began to smite and kill the men of Israel, about thirty persons, for they said, Surely they are smitten down before us, as in the first battle. But when the flame began to rise up out of the city with a pillar of smoke, the Benjamites looked behind them, and behold, the flame of the city ascended up to heaven. And when the men of Israel turned again, the men of Benjamin were amazed, for they saw that evil was come upon them. Therefore they turned their backs before the men of Israel until the way of the wilderness. But the battle overtook them, and them which came out of the cities they destroyed in the midst of them. Thus they enclosed the Benjamites round about, and chased them, and trod them down with ease over against Gibeah toward the sun rising. And there fell Benjamin, 18,000 men. All these were men of valor. They turned and fled toward the wilderness and to the rock of Rimmon, and they gleaned of them in the highways, 5,000 men, and pursued after them unto Gideon, and slew 2,000 men of them. So that all which fell that day of Benjamin were 20 and 5,000 men that drew the sword. All these were men of valor. But six hundred men turned and fled to the wilderness unto the rock of Remen, and abode in the rock of Remen four months. The men of Israel turned again upon the children of Benjamin, and smote them with the edge of the sword, as well the men of every city, as the beasts and all that came to hand. Also they set on fire all the cities that they came to. Judges chapter 20, amen. Judges chapter 21. Wives for the Benjamites. Now the men of Israel sworn in Mizpah, saying, There shall not any of us give his daughter unto Benjamin the wife. And the people came to the house of God and abode there, even before God, till even before God, and lifted up their voices and wept sore, and said, O Lord God of Israel, why is this come to pass in Israel, that there should be today one tribe lacking in Israel? 
And it came to pass on the morrow that the people rose early and built there an altar and offered burnt offerings and peace offerings. And the children of Israel said, Who is there among all the tribes of Israel that came not up with the congregation unto the Lord? For they have made a great oath concerning him that came not up to the Lord to Mizpah, saying, He shall surely be put to death. And the children of Israel repented them for Benjamin their brother and said, there is one tribe cut off from Israel this day. How shall we do for wives for them that remain? Seeing we have sworn by the Lord that we will not give them of our daughters to wives. And they said, What one is there of the tribes of Israel that came not up to Mizpah to the Lord? And, behold, there came none to the camp from Jabesh Gilead to the assembly, for the people were numbered. And, behold, there were none of the inhabitants of Jabesh Gilead there. And the congregation sent thither twelve thousand men of the violentness, and commanded them, saying, Go and smite the inhabitants of Jabesh Gilead with the edge of the sword, with the women and the children. This is the thing that ye shall do. And ye shall utterly destroy every male and every woman that hath lain by him, man. And they found among the inhabitants of Jabesh Gilead four hundred young virgins that had known no man by lying with any male. And they brought them unto the Camp is Shiloh, which is in the land of Canaan. And the whole congregation sent some to speak to the children of Benjamin that were in the rock remnant, and to call peaceably unto them. Benjamin came again at that time, and they gave their wives which they had saved the lives of the women of Jabesh Gilead. And yet, so they sufficed them not. And the men repented them for Benjamin, because that the Lord had made a breach in the tribes of Israel. Then the elders of the congregation said, how shall we do for wives for them that remain, seeing the women are destroyed out of Benjamin? And they said, There must be an inheritance for them that he be escaped of Benjamin, that a tribe be not destroyed out of Israel. Howbeit, we may not give them wives of our daughters. For the children of Israel have sworn, saying, Cursed be he that giveth a wife to Benjamin. Then they said, Behold, there is a peace of the Lord in Shiloh, yearly in a place which is on the north side of Bethel, on the east side of the highway that goes up from Bethel to Shechem, and on the south of Lebanon. There they commanded the children of Benjamin, saying, Go and lie in wait in the vineyards, and see, and behold, the daughters of Shiloh come out to dance and dances. Then come ye out of the vineyards, and catch every man's wife of the daughters of Shiloh, and go to the land of Benjamin. And it shall be when their fathers or their brethren came, come unto us to complain, that we will say unto them, Be favorable unto them for our sakes. Because we reserved not to each man his wife in the war, for ye did not give unto them at this time, that ye should be guilty. And the children of Benjamin did so, and took them wives, according to their number of them that danced, whom they caught. And they went and returned unto their inheritance, and repaired their cities, and dwelt in them. <laughs> and the children of Israel departed thence at that time, every man to his tribe and to his family. And they went out from thence, every man to his inheritance. In those days there was no king in Israel. Every man did that which was right in his own eyes. Judges 21, amen. The book of Judges, amen. Genesis chapter 47. Joseph's administration in Egypt. Then Joseph came and told Pharaoh and said, My father, my brother, and their flocks, 
and their herds and all that they have are come out of the land of Canaan and behold they are in the land of Goshen and he took some of his brethren even five men and presented them unto Pharaoh and Pharaoh said unto his brethren what is your occupation and they said unto Pharaoh thy servants are shepherds both we and also our fathers they said moreover unto Pharaoh for to sojourn in the land are we come for thy servants have no pastor for their flocks, for the famine is sore in the land of Canaan. Now therefore we pray thee, let thy servants dwell in the land of Goshen. And Pharaoh spake unto Joseph, saying, Thy father and thy brethren are come unto thee. The land of Egypt is before thee. In the best of the land, make thy father and the brethren to dwell. In the land of Goshen, let them dwell. And if thou knowest any men of activity among them, and make them rulers over my cattle. And Joseph brought on Jacob, his father, and set him before Pharaoh. And Jacob blessed Pharaoh. And Pharaoh said unto Jacob, How old art thou? And Jacob said unto Pharaoh, The days of the years of my pilgrimage are a hundred and thirty years. Few and evil have the days of the years of my life been. And I have not attained unto the days of the years of the life of my fathers in the days of their pilgrimage. And Jacob blessed Pharaoh and went out from before Pharaoh. Jeff just placed his father and his brother and gave them a possession in the land of Egypt, the best of the land, and the land of Ramses, as Pharaoh had commanded. And Joseph nourished his father and his brother and all his father's household with bread according to their families. And there was no bread in all the land of the famine was very sore, so that the land of Egypt and all the land of Canaan fainted by reason of the famine. And Joseph gathered up all the money that was found in the land of Egypt and in the land of Canaan, for the corn which they bought, and Joseph bought the money into Pharaoh's house. And when money failed in the land of Egypt and in the land of Canaan, all the Egyptians came unto Joseph and said, Give us bread, for why should we die in thy presence? For the money faileth. And Joseph said, Give your cattle, and I will give you for your cattle, if money fail. They brought their cattle unto Joseph, and Joseph gave them bread in exchange for horses, and for the flocks, and for the cattle, the herds, and for the asses. And he fed them with bread for all their cattle for that year. When that year was ended, they came unto him the second year, and said unto him, we will not hide it from my Lord, how that our money is spent, my Lord, also hath all our herds of cattle. There is not aught left in the sight of my Lord, but our bodies and our lands. Wherefore shall we die before thy eyes, both we and our land? Buy us in our land for our bread, and we in our land will be servants unto Pharaoh, and give us seed that we may live and not die, that the lands be not desolate. And Joseph bought all the land of Egypt for Pharaoh. For the Egyptians sold every man his field, because the famine prevailed over them. So the land became Pharaoh's. And as for the people, he removed them to cities from one end of the borders of Egypt, even to the other end thereof. Only the land of the priests bought he not, for the priests had, priests had a portion assigned them of Pharaoh, and did eat their portion which Pharaoh gave them. Wherefore, they sold not their lands. Then Joseph said unto the people, Behold, I have bought you this day and your land for Pharaoh. 
Lo, here is seed for you, and ye shall sow the land. And it shall come to pass in the increase that ye shall give the fifth part unto Pharaoh, and four parts shall be your own, for seed of the field and for your food, and for them of your households, and for food for your little ones. And they said, Thou hast saved our lives. Let us find grace in the sight of my Lord, and we will be Pharaoh's servants. And Joseph made it a law over the land of Egypt unto this day that Pharaoh should have the fifth part, except the land of the priests only, which became not Pharaoh's. And Israel dwelt in the land of Egypt, in the country of Goshen, and they had possessions therein, and grew and multiplied exceedingly. And Jacob lived in the land of Egypt seventeen years. So the whole age of Jacob was a hundred and forty and seven years, and that time drew nigh that Israel must die. And he called his son Joseph, and said unto him, If now I have found grace in thy sight, put, I pray thee, thy hand under my thigh, and deal kindly and truly with me. Bury me not, I pray thee, in Egypt, but I will lie with my fathers, and thou shalt carry me out of Egypt, and bury me in their burying place. And he said, I will do as thou hast said. And he said, Swear unto me, and he swore unto him, and Israel bowed himself upon the bed's head. Genesis chapter 47, Amen. Ruth chapter 2. <coughs> Boaz shows favor to Ruth. And Naomi had a kinsman of her husband's, a mighty man of wealth of the family of Elimelech, and his name was Boaz. And Ruth, the Moabitess, said unto Naomi, Let me not go to the field and glean ears of corn after him, in whose sight I shall find grace. And she said unto her, Go, my daughter. And she went and came and gleaned in the field after the reapers, and her app was to light on a part of the field belonging unto Boaz, who was of the kindred of Elimelech. And... Behold, Boaz came from Bethlehem and said to the reapers, The Lord be with you. And they answered him, The Lord bless thee. Then said Boaz unto his servant that was set over the reapers, Whose damsel is this? And the servant that was set over the reapers answered and said, It is the Moabitish damsel that came back with Naomi out of the country of Moab. And she said, I pray you, let me glean and gather after the reapers among the sheaves. So she came and hath continued, even from the morning until now, that she tarried a little in the house. Then said Boaz unto Ruth, Hearest thou not, my daughter? Go not to glean in another field, neither go from hence, but abide here fast by my maidens. Let thy eyes be on the field, that they do reap, and go thou after them. Have I not charged the young men that they shall not touch thee? And when thou art athirst, go into the vessels, and drink of what which the young men have drawn. Then she fell on her face, and bowed herself to the ground, and said unto him, Why have I found grace in thy eyes, that thou shouldest take knowledge of me, seeing I am a stranger? And Boaz answered and said unto her, It have fully been showed me all that thou hast done unto thy mother-in-law since the death of thy husband. And how thou hast left thy father and thy mother, and the land of thy nativity, and art come unto a people which thou knowest not hitherto for. The Lord recompense thy work, and a full reward be given thee of the Lord God of Israel, under whose wings thou art come to trust. 
Then she said, Let me find favor in thy sight, my Lord, for that thou hast comforted me, and for that thou hast spoken friendly unto thy handmaid, though I be not like unto one of thy handmaidens. And Boaz said unto her, At mealtime come thou hither, and eat of the bread, and dip thy morsel in the vinegar. And she sat beside the reapers, and he reached her parched corn, and she did eat, and was sufficed, and left.